welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Darlene Schacht. I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht. And I'm Nathaniel Schacht. You almost messed that whole thing up, didn't you? Yeah, but last time you said on three, and then you guys laughed at me because it started, and this time you said on two, and then you didn't No, I said on two. three, I said one, two. Ah, yeah. and you stopped it too. It's not supposed to be that tricky. Is it? No. No. <laughs> no, we should just go back to the point. That always does it. Okay, yeah. here we go. Let's try that again. No, forget <laughs> No, we're not going to start again. So I've got this really weird problem, and I'm so glad that people out in podcast land can't smell my breath. What? <laughs> out in podcast land? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Here's the problem. Yesterday I was, I, I never knew this existed. Okay. Yesterday I was burning paper. Almost the entire day we were burning like old receipts from like 15 years ago and on. We had boxes and boxes and boxes of, of um, what do you call that? Delicate paperwork or private paperwork that well, we it, wanted it was, to destroy. Yeah, it was all paperwork that had been stored and stored and stored yeah. for the business, and it had uh, it had social social security numbers and things. And so, yeah. you, you know, to we have to basically shred all these boxes. But you came in and saved the day and decided you were going to haul these boxes to the. And, well, burning it seemed like a really easy idea. Not yep. so much. No, but you look like a smoked gold eye. By the time you got back in <laughs> yeah. at the end, it's eight hours of standing in smoke. Your face, oh. your, your skin was all red. You looked like a, we made the joke from you didn't hear that, but we made the joke. You looked like a smoked fish. Oh, okay. Now, I mean, just shred them. We don't have a shredder. <laughs> we don't have a shredder. I tried that's that shredding big. by hand, oh, and it was taking so long. I'm yeah. like, okay, this is not working. <laughs> so I'm out there like burning this paper, right? And a few times I got a big gulp of the smoke because it was just smoking and smoking. As soon as, you know, I'd get a nice fire going and as soon as I added more paper, it would start smoking again. So I felt like I got mild smoke inhalation almost. But here's the thing. Ever since I got out of the fire, my lungs feel like smoky curtains. Like when you have, when you're in like a smoker's house or something, my parents used to smoke a lot and there's probably smokers listening. And when you have that smoke in the curtains, you can't get rid of it. Right now, I feel like my lungs have got like this smoke in them. Every time I breathe out, I taste smoke. And it's been like 24 hours since I stopped the fire. But all night long, I had trouble sleeping. My mouth tastes like smoke. Yeah, but you, you killed every mosquito you did. within 20 miles of our house. Definitely. Except for, of course, the three that got me. I couldn't. <laughs> I, that's when I decided to come in. I started to see... Like one mosquito, two mosquito. By the third one, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. It's getting dark. The mosquitoes come out. So, yeah, I smelled bad, but my lungs still, they smell bad. How do you air out your lungs? It just, it's going to take time. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> I, I never knew that you'd have like. Who knew breathing smoke and. Yeah, it's crazy. Straight smoke like that would just be bad oh, for you yeah a couple of times i got a real big gulp of it i happened to be right where the wind was blowing and started just choking oh yeah we we should have got some of that on video because it yes, honestly was yeah. really something to see yeah i didn't even know you guys had a fire yesterday the whole neighborhood knew we had a fire <laughs> yeah i'm sure the fire well, trucks were smell smoke yesterday was that us that was that was yes. us. Oh, okay that, that was probably my breath last night yeah <laughs> So I was like wondering today about, like, I was asking Brendan, dragons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've got like, can you? Could they get lung cancer? No. No. Is it the smoke or the fire that would give them the? Well, it only took four minutes to go off <laughs> off the rails. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like thinking, like, could I get lung cancer from this? But I've never heard of a dragon. You mean lung... a fire breathing dragon? A fire breathing dragon getting? Aren't they all? I don't know. I thought that all fire, all dragons breathe fire. Ah, uh, it depends on what you're Komodo reading. dragons? No. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. Eh? Bearded no. dragons famously yeah. do. Which one? Bearded dragons. Bearded dragons. Yeah, yeah oh, I think boy. that's how I feel today. I like a bearded dragon? I like a bearded dragon. I get like one of those little hairs on my whisker. Hey, whisker. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, I, I'm feeling a bit like a bearded dragon. Give me a tweezer and a breath mint. I'll be all right. <laughs> Hopefully, so Nathaniel, this won't take yeah. too long to get better. Hopefully, it's our turn now. All right, yeah. Talk know. about your you ever, problems. You ever taste smoke? 
when I was a kid, we used to um, up at the lake. Yeah. We 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 basically lived at the lake for three months out of the out of the year, and um, there was a time when the gold eye would uh, would run at uh, would usually first week of August. Okay, and they, it would be so good for fishing. We what do you mean they would run? How they can't run? They're in the well, water. They, That's just the the wording. For oh no, they have legs. <laughs> yeah. No, they don't. <laughs> they come running across <laughs> they come the running. lawn. They're running across the field. But, sorry, the gold eye are running right now. Yeah, but uh, they they weren't there any other time of the year. So that's what I mean by running. They sort of just migrate up, um, you really? know, up the river. And this river was enormous. It's about a mile wide at most places. Even even bigger in some places. And, um, you know, so we would, um, we would sit on the shore, we would, you know, throw a test line in and, and just see if they were, when the gold eye start, but when they started, they would, all of us would be down at the shore and we just, you basically drop the line into the water and it has the bobbin on it and it, the bobbin would, would go under immediately. And we would pull mm. out all these gold eye, and we had a smokehouse Ooh. in behind the cabin. Yeah, and uh, and I would I would actually stoke this thing and get the hickory wood and everything, and and we smoked all of this gold eye, and it was it was. Did you always fantastic. smoke with hickory? Um, not always. No, not always. But you have to be really careful. Um, what How what about would players? you smoke? Players light. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you, you have to be careful what what you what wood you choose to smoke because right. um, if it's a hardwood, it'll create too much heat and it'll cook things too fast and then you don't have the flavor. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So there's there's a it's a bit of a science. It's but, an art. Um, yeah. Yeah. But we uh, oh I, I used to love doing that and and the fish was amazing. The yeah. gold eye oh absolutely amazing. Yeah. Never smoked fish before. Oh, it's, well, you can, we smoked all kinds of things. You can smoke yeah. chicken. You can, yeah. Oh, that'd be That's good. what Brendan wants to get. He wanted to get a smoker. Mm-hmm. You can put it in some our good smokers. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, but yeah, so there's I've never there's even tried regular fish, so can't say I've tried what? smoked fish. No. Oh. Except for tuna. I have tried tuna in the can. What is regular fish? Any, f- well, like, <laughs> just, fit, you know, like a. Fair um, question. Like <laughs> a filet of fish or something. I've never. I've never, had, like, I've never the had like I've never had like a piece of fish, fish yeah. on my plate or anything other than a can of tuna. I have not tried and will not try. I've had salmon. You've had salmon. Okay, maybe an accidental bite mm-hmm. of like putting it in my mouth and then saying, Ugh, "Oh, this isn't is tuna." This salmon. That <laughs> would be it. When I was a kid. Salmon. No. Oh, yeah. Well, people yeah. love it. People love it. Salmon is fantastic. Like, are you talking about salmon in a can or? No. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> Why no. would we be? No. Oh, okay. So <laughs> you get a big piece of salmon, slap eat? some mayo on it, put a piece of bread on your plate. That is gross. <laughs> <laughs> White bread. People ever eat catfish? Like yes. Sometimes. Actually, it's interesting that you would you would bring that up along with salmon because um, there are recipes. There, there's people up in the in the area of our cabin. No. That's what they fish for specifically catfish. is catfish. Okay. And um, and with the catfish, there are there's there's a recipe that it tastes so much like salmon. You you almost can't mm. tell the, the the two apart. But I I knew a guy who. Um, one of the most interesting people I've I've ever talked with, yeah. And he was a customer of ours for years, and um and he was telling me he remembers way back when he was a kid, they were so poor that they had to go down to the creek to go catch their food, you know, for dinner, and uh, which meant you're eating catfish again, right? right? Yeah. And he said that um, he would go down and uh, and noodle some fish. And I started to laugh, and I said, "What are you? What are you talking about? Noodling fish?" He says, "Oh, noodling." He says, "Don't you know what that is?" I mm. said, "No." He says, "Oh, you 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 put your hand into the water, you put it under the the creek bed a little bit, and you stick a finger up, and you wiggle your finger." And he said, "The catfish comes by, grabs your finger, and you pull the catfish out of the out of the out of the creek, and you take them home for dinner." And mm-hmm. I said, "Is any part of that true?" And he burst out laughing. He goes, "No, that's it's a thing." And and uh, so I've I've what? actually never fact checked him because I don't think I'd have to. He's he's, yeah. he's a great guy. <laughs> yeah. And unless he's just having some really good fun with me, I don't know. But um, but yeah, I thought I thought that was that's an amazing story. 
You know, like you would, his fingers probably all cut up. Yeah, you'd get pretty good at catching catfish if you ate it every day. Yeah, I guess. Here's what happened to me one time. We're at the cabin, at Grandpa's cabin, and Dad and I were sleeping in bed, and we invited my sister Gloria and her husband over (laughs) to like spend the weekend at the cabin. They were drinkers. (laughs) They thought their idea of a good time at the cabin would be to just hang out all night having a drink. Our idea One? was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to go to bed at a reasonable time, like midnight like or whatever. Midnight. So like yeah. three, four in the morning, you still hear them oh, it just was, yeah. talking, like all night long, they're talking, yeah, talking in the in the kitchen. And all of a sudden you hear them going like laughing and then you hear them saying my name and I'm like, oh no, oh no, what are they going to do? They come walking in our bedroom in the middle of the night with some creepy looking well, I... fish. It looked like a deformed fish or something and they were sticking it in our face. I was, And he's like, hi, Mike. Yeah, I, was... I was like, this is not my family. Please tell me this is not my family. I was laying in bed. I was sleeping. <laughs> I was sleeping and... Uh... And he and and my brother-in-law Paul walks into the room, and I woke up to a full-grown salamander, um, just inches away. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, salamander. inches away from my face, and it was doing this kind of a, and it was like writhing around. <laughs> it was around. wiggling around. Oh yeah, and and it was doing this, and I looked up at him and I said, "Hey, Paul." And he goes, <laughs> "Isn't this just the coolest thing?" And, and so that was the weirdest. If anybody ever asked me, what was the weirdest thing that ever happened? They were just like hippies through and through. They just, they acted like hippies, talked like hippies. I feel like I should jump in here and say, not that that's a bad thing. Well. We're not implying No, I love. (laughs) Unless they do that to everybody and that's a hippie thing. If I could have my own style, I would look like a little hippie. Like my sister Gloria was so cute. She passed away. Well, you know that a few years ago, right? Yeah. And then he passed away last year, actually. But yeah, she yeah. was just the cutest thing. She was so small. She looked like a little hippie. And she always maintained that look, like from her youth right to the mm-hmm. day she died. She had the same hairstyle. Yep. She looked a bit like, you know, a little tiny version of Lori Partridge or something like that. Just just cute as a little button. She was so cute. Everybody's but Googling even, what a Lori Partridge is. <laughs> yeah. She even like dressed like a hippie. Like she would wear her same t-shirts that she had, like from the 70s. You know, she would just, her little jeans and her buckskin Neil purse. Young, 1980 world tour. That kind of thing. I love it. I yeah. would dress like a hippie Big every fan day. Of Neil Young. <laughs> I I would dress like it, but it just does not like suit a middle aged, chubby lady to dress like a hippie. It's like no, like the you're hippie drying. look is out now. It would be in if I, I was real, like stick thin. It would be it would be totally. I don't think cool. that's how it works. No, that's no. not how it works. It's not in it just because you could look no. like it. I could no. rock the look. No. I would rock anyway. that look. We'll get Graham to try it. Graham is like pencil thin. That's true. Graham is the old version of me. In um, happier in happier days. <laughs> no. Aren't you the old version of Graham? <laughs> I'm there you old, go. No, he's the old version of me. Like my what I was, I was like so stick thin when I was oh, young. Oh, I got into you. my about until I met you. Mm-hmm. Then I became plump and happy. I taught you how to eat. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you never did because I never liked your food and I still don't. I tried to teach you how to eat. I know. I mean, you yeah. make a mean tuna casserole. Ooh. Yeah. It's not salmon. Yes. There, we're back to fish again. I could make a salmon casserole. Uh, It'll be a little intense. No, I don't. I don't want a salmon. <laughs> a lot of salmon. I don't want a tuna casserole. <laughs> but I good. used to sometimes get a little adventurous and have tuna cheesies. It's like that is um, gross. It's like toast. No, they're pretty good. Or it's like bread. You make bread, put oh, tuna on it. I'm thinking like Cheetos. Put some <laughs> oh, some cheese on it. Yeah. Cheetos? A bag of tuna cheesies. Oh, yeah, that's that'd what be you're the worst. About. Oh, 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 oh yeah, no. that. You know what? We got to suggest that to like Frito Lace or something. Tuna flavored cheesies? Tuna cheesies. No. Yeah. Maybe they're listening. They're like, you know what? We need to listen to that podcast. See if we can get it. Yeah. You know what? Fish flavored Doritos? Oh, mm. there we go. Yeah. Put some fish oil on no. it. You got some good watch, Doritos. Watch for the commercial for the next Super Bowl. I'll bet you it'll be there now. It's oh, I'm unreal. When yeah. you walk down a chip aisle, how many flavors of chips there are. Like, you could plan your whole, like, 
meal plan on like, okay, I'm going to have pizza one day. I'm going to have pizza Doritos tonight. Tomorrow I'm going to have, oh, let's have some sour cream, some chive on the side. Nobody eats like that. Oh, I feel like having a barbecue on Saturday. Let's buy some of those barbecue chips. It's like, it's like a chip lover's fruit, like chiptopia. It's yeah. amazing. If you like chips, I, I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, no. I, I don't eat very many chips. Oh, you secretly love chips. We know it. Remember, I went grocery shopping yesterday. I come home, and he's like, you didn't buy any groceries. And I'm like, yeah, I did. There's like the bologna, the bread, and the ripple chips right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, great. We have bologna, bread, and ripple Ooh. chips. <laughs> yeah. To me, that is like, sometimes I just crave that. I want to have a good bologna sandwich. And some ripple sandwich? chips. Sandwich? <laughs> Good bologna sandwich. <laughs> That's how you pronounce sandwich when you eat too much bologna. Yeah. Our friend Albernia came over today. Mm-hmm. We were sitting there for a good while. Once you get started talking with another, I guess he said it's a farm boy thing. And my parents were farm people. Most people blame it on the Mennonites out they in this do. part of town. See, yeah. I said yeah. to him, are you a Mennonite? Yeah. Because yeah. all the kind of food that we're talking about is like... Totally what my parents would eat, and a lot of it what I love, like schmun fat. Like, we love <laughs> there should be a clue. With schmun fat. <laughs> that, I don't understand. Glum that at sauce. All. I know. It's like glum oh, sauce because that's I how do you glum feel. Glum sauce, yeah. Yeah. And, um, glum sauce isn't great. No. This is really good, and he ate this. You take like some rye bread, you take some bacon grease, he says, just like cold bacon grease, they would cold? save. Yeah, just like put it in the fridge to make sandwiches. Oh, you sandwiches. spread it on like butter? And you spread it on like butter. That's that what they would do. Disgusting. Isn't that vile? I'll never forget, and I probably am going to get hate mail on this one, Yeah. but I'll never forget the first time I ever went over to your parents' place and your mom had made a rice casserole and then just a top Oh, it's, of... well, they're called lazy cabbage rolls. Okay. We make them with rice instead of, instead of what? what do, oh, instead of ground beef, we use rice and bacon. Right. Well, we use that's holopchi if you do with ground beef. So is they're all called holopchi. No. Yeah, holop. It it is holopchi. <laughs> is... Trying to start some controversy no. here, but no, it's called holopchi um, either way. If you're making them with bacon or ground okay. beef. Okay. But my point being, this it looked it looked good. You know, it looked really good. And then she took the frying pan, and she drained the bacon grease, drizzled it. Not all of it, but a lot. Oh, and I oh, had chest yeah. pains. I had chest pains just watching this. I thought, I can't eat that. There's no way I, I mean, can eat that. I mean, that's not bad, though. That's, that's great. So that's like oh. a, general, a general way a lot of people get flavor into this. Well, yeah. that's how I know I'm not Mennonite, because I can't eat that. Right. I, I, I can't mean, eat It's like a little that. intense to just pour it on. It's but intense. A lot of people like to use it to cook other stuff in the grease, that kind yeah. of stuff. Remember when right. Wayne tried... That's what you um, do. That's no. how you cook. My no. brother-in-law, yes. Wayne, tried uh, kirilke. It's um. Are oh, you saying words at this? Point. Yeah, she's we just were, making. We were them talking up, yeah. about kettle cat lunch today too. It's like uh, macaroni, boiled potatoes, and then you serve it with this um, bacon and like bacon gravy, and it's made with like the fat of the bacon and a bit of cream, I guess. Why do all these recipes just sound like... It has bacon, that's it. cheapest, like, like, just dump bacon grease and potatoes. Yeah, there's your flavor. Yeah. Do you want toast in the morning? How much grease do you want on it? Right. Yeah. Yeah, my parents used to actually eat just um, homemade bread, and then they would take, like, lard, like a rectangle cube of lard out of the fridge, shortening, I guess you call it, and they would put Mm -hmm. it on their bread. And that's what... I got that little bit of hiccup here. That's what they were used to eating on the farm. They had lard sandwiches. They would take them to school, and they still loved them into, into their adulthood. I could not eat that. No. Well, I mean, if you, if you had to, I guess. But. You, we'll could, you could make two. Yeah. But if I would have had it with a bit of bacon in there, the bacon flavor, I might have went a bit for that. Aye. You know what else is good? No. BLT. Bacon you, lard tomato. Oh, my goodness. You're so close. Uh, Just the... the T bacon lettuce tofu no, tomato tea tofu tea. <laughs> tomato toast TT <laughs> just get in a restaurant could I have a TT please <laughs> give me one of those TTs well, all right so tomato toast not great so there I we go it. so now we've given out all these 
these recipes yeah, sure to give you recipes. chest pain. Hit yeah. us up for our next cookbook Just coming out. Gotta make sure you have bacon. <laughs> you know like, what? The title of the cookbook? Ew. We we should you know Nathaniel. <laughs> we should compile that? a cookbook out of all the things that that she talks about. That yeah. would be great. The no. Shimon Fat Guide to Life. Yeah. You know, my sisters are going to really love this Guide food that life, you're yeah. putting down. I'm going to have, like, I'm going to tell everybody well, that's why to I send said. you the bad, the bad See, here's the, here's the thing, people. Um, <laughs> see, I don't. I go to a Mennonite church, and we just started talking about how everybody blames the Mennonites and things. Because they're so nice, they let you. They just let you, right? So everybody should take a, a a page out of the playbook and just kind of give us a pass on this because I'm I'm really not into bacon fat. You I'm know, I don't have not. like the Mennonite treasury of Ugh. recipes for nothing. It's sitting and down. Every there and one of them has bacon no. in it. No, <laughs> there's so. No, I wouldn't doubt that. <laughs> yeah. It, it, there's something about the Mennonites cooking that is just so like home, good home cooking. It just, you feel good. It is really that kind of, I guess, just simple home cooking feeling to yeah, it. Yeah, stuff that you can make with stuff you have on the farm. It's nothing too chefy. You can mm-hmm. just. I got an email from one of my sisters this week. Two of my sisters, actually, Bonnie and Kathy. They are really, they listened to the last week's podcast and they had a little bit of a nose out joint there about me putting down Winnipeg. Because apparently, good for you, good for them. <laughs> no, yeah. not good for no, them. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, you what, Bonnie's like sent me some stuff about how great Winnipeg is. One of the pictures she sent me are is like a water park. Okay, it looks like Got kids. Nice water parks. Yeah. Oh come yeah. on! Spectacular water it, parks. It looks great like a parks. bunch of like six year olds playing in sprinklers. That's what like, it is. I could That's make what that. Water park park. Is, yeah. you, you know, give me forty dollars and I'll make that in my front yard. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> this is like one of our features. Come to our water park in Winnipeg. All these kids are are jumping in these like sprinklers. It did not look anything cool. It okay. wasn't like here's okay. Like, Hang on. Where's let's, the wave machine? Let's explain this. Okay, let, let's explain this because okay. this is. This is a Winnipeg thing. And so um, I was talking to a guy uh, from L.A. And I'll never forget. Ooh, we have some people from California that listen in on this podcast. Oh, okay. Yep. And Texas. A Tech- lot of people. Hi, Texas. Yeah, all over the so place. Texas. And so, yeah. um, so the guy from L.A., he, um, we were talking. We just, just met him. He was just doing kind of a call just to see what we did. And we got to talking. And, and he said, where are you from? And I said, from Winnipeg. And... He couldn't contain himself. He was so excited that that I was calling him from Winnipeg. And he said, did you ever hear of the band called The Weaker Thans? I said, well, yeah. I said, for sure. And he goes, they're from Winnipeg. And I said, right, that's that's right. And and he said, the the funniest thing is Winnipeg is known with with their fans. Winnipeg is known because um, people from Winnipeg are the ones that slam Winnipeg. So they even have their big hit song is called "I Hate Winnipeg," and so Ooh, it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing for Winnipegers to do that about their own city for some reason. You know what? I like Winnipeg. Yeah. Well, in, we in had all Neil fairness Young. to me, I don't live in Winnipeg. I live we in Lasalle. Guess who? <laughs> you know? Yeah, we had some good bands come out of Winnipeg. Tragically hip. Really? No, they're not. <laughs> they're not? No, they're not. <laughs> Burton Cummings, come on. You know who else? <laughs> Mr. Bieber. Justin Bieber's dad is from Winnipeg. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. That's great. Backman Turner. Oh, oh, brother. Are they really from over from over from Winnipeg? <laughs> yes, they're all the way from Winnipeg. Are you making that up? No, no, no. Randy oh. Backman. Yeah. yeah. But wow. a lot of people don't know who Randy Backman is, but that's okay. <laughs> Well, I do now. I don't know. A lot of, there used to be this little um, restaurant downtown on Main Street, and it was called the Blue Note Cafe. You okay. would have really loved I've heard this of place. This. Yeah. You have? It was seriously yeah. strange. It was seriously strange. It was very tiny, and it had sort of like a feel of a bar, but it was, it was a restaurant. So me and my friend would go in there and we'd order like, you know, our iced tea and everything, have a little snack, have our French fries. And like the manager of the place, he was a little hippie too. He looked like he would like be someone my sister dated in like 1960 or something. So he would come and sit with us at the table and just be like, hey, how's it going? And they had like this tiny stage and 
lots of big bands that would come through Winnipeg would stop in at this little tiny hole in the wall yeah. and surprise people, and they would these do bands, a little show. These bands would, would come through the city. They would sell out and, and probably have like 30,000 people, mm. 40,000 people at the stadium and do the show. And then right after the show, they would drive across town to the Blue Note, and they would go up on the stage and they'd play another set for free for everybody at the Blue Note. And it was hilarious, mm-hmm. you know, and they'd had people like the Stones, um, Rolling really? Stones were there. Neil Young went there several times. Yeah. Like everybody showed up. I was at, there. At the Blue Note. You know, me and my friend went there because we were like, this is like the cool place to pop in at night. So we'd be like, what do you want to do? Let's go stop at the Blue Note and just see what's going on there. And we'd sit there and they'd have like some crummy band and we're like, nah, we were hoping they were going to have like some you know, real well, awesome the, band pop in. The thing about the Blue Note that was so strange was that they made you sing for, they called Sing for Your Supper. And remember, he was trying no. to sing the menu to us and it had spuds on the menu. And he was... I do not remember Oh, this. yeah, and he was this singing This must have been it. a joke a one-time thing because oh, nobody else sang for their supper. No, 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 maybe, but he, that's that's what he was doing oh, at the okay. table and he was kind of giving he an example. He sat with us too, didn't he? When we yes. were dating, I took you there. Yeah. And then this guy sat, and that little hippie owner guy yeah. sat with us at the table. Yeah, yeah. That's he right. was a fun, he was a nice guy. He was guy. funny. Oh, I yeah, liked he, was, him. he was great. Yeah, yeah great he was fun. cute. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I like, yeah. Oh, I remember we used to just be, and my friend Lisa, we would just cruise. That's all we would do. We didn't have anything else to do when we were like 19 years old. We would just get in her car. She had a white prelude, which was brand new at the time. Beautiful. Wow. The little sunroom. We just get in there and play our music, and we would just cruise around. That's that's what we did when I was like your age. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, you're that age now. Yeah, I'm doing that. You cruising? <laughs> cruising around. Or do you guys usually just go out to eat? I don't really cruise. Cruising to work. I still cruise. <laughs> I cruise to work a lot. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. One of my friends said to me today, "Oh, maybe you could start cruising again soon." Like, cause I haven't cruised for a while. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's kind of like my thing, especially when Maddie lived at home. Mm. And we, me and my friend Lisa used to say when we were like 19, oh, I'm still going to cruise with my babies. And boy, did I ever cruise with my babies. Like we cruised all the time until you guys all grew up and now I'm the only one that wants to cruise anymore. <laughs> so I got nobody yeah, to cruise with. It takes a lot of time to cruise. Yep. That reminds me of my dad. You're cruising for a bruising. Oh, <laughs> that's what they used to say back in the day you're cruising for a bruising yeah, actually i think val said that more you're cruising for a bruise yeah no that yeah. sounds like it i was gonna i was gonna say um just before we go too much farther here um to kind of bring things back um big week coming up right there is last time you said oh big something i was like really fill me in fill me in big week. um bible study what are you talking about? Don't isn't the oh what time work talking? wife Bible? I thought what you meant no. I thought you <laughs> yeah. meant Pastor Gibson's Bible study. I was like, no. what? <laughs> no. Yes. Yeah. So that Bible starts on tu- Tuesday. Tar- starts on Tuesday. Starts so on Tuesday, on Tuesday go to timewarpwife.com. The full armor of God. That's right. Yep. Yeah, Ephesians we've been talking about the book, and Very finally, nice. it's going to be here by the time they listen to this podcast. It'll be like either. You know, if they listen on Monday or Tuesday, it's going to be like Bible studies tomorrow. So make sure that you tune in. And I'm trying to get dad to do videos with me. You know, I was talking to him about it today. You should say yes. I should, should I? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You should. Now, why? Why would I do that? Yeah. Because videos are cool. Oh, they're cool. They're very cool. (laughs) So I'll be cool. Yeah. I thought you were going to say no. (laughs) It's your opportunity to be cool. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, Everybody knows that's really what I I strive for. We're giving you an opportunity for exposure. The problem is, I don't want videos that are overly polished. I want videos. Oh, we can do that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm sitting in a studio, you know, and I'm putting on some kind of studio voice. Also, I'm really worried because I look COVID. Like, I've totally got the COVID look now. You got smoky lung. That's what you've got. <laughs> I do. Like, I have not had my hair done for months. I have not worn makeup for months. Yeah, you don't need I'm to get like hair done. I'm just, like, in sweats all the time. I at least got to blow dry it or something. You know, I can't be, like, bedhead. <laughs> I'm going to have to put a little effort into There's this. There's a step up right there. 
Let's so blow dry. I'm thinking I might straighten out my hair. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. gonna, I'm gonna doll up. We we might be able up. to because we've um. Well, what's what's happened is there was no intention of um of putting video out there, but um wow, we've had a lot of a lot of feedback. And Everybody keeps saying, "Is there going to be oh, a video?" And I was like, "No." Email come pouring in, thinking, and they're talking about yeah, that. Maybe there should be a video. I think people want a video. They want a voice. With a study, they want you know something to open up every week and kind of not only read it but have that interactive feeling with mm-hmm. us. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, would you? Yeah, okay. And I think you know I'm thinking like ten minute videos. Just I think that's long enough. I, I've watched some videos and I was really surprised today because I thought, oh, I thought these videos were like forty minutes long. They're only ten minutes, but that's you know that's enough time to say what you want to say mm-hmm. to each chapter. Give a little bit of a of our thoughts on it, which I think sure. would be really great. You know, I, uh, I'll I'll have to say that we um, we started this podcast and uh, and did I don't remember how many of them. Um, this will be our seventeenth, I think. Okay, but how many of them that we did when we floated the idea of doing um, the five minute marriage podcast? And um, they're they're actually a lot of fun. The five minute format is barely enough time to say what you want to say. But um, I but think I... when you listen back, though, it just sounds like the perfect amount of time. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's good. So I don't know if we ever announced it on here. I think we did. Yeah. If you are listening to this podcast, just pause it right now. Go to your podcast app and type in five dash minute marriage and find us on there. You know what? There's a better way. What? Just say, hey, Google, put on Time Warp Wife podcast. And that's great. What about Siri? Is she that easy? For going? Apple? I'm sure. Yeah. Hey Siri. Yeah. What do you say? Yeah. Hey Siri. Yeah. 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 Or no. you can, or the, uh, or the Amazon Echo. You can say Alexa. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Alexa. Do you have to say Hey Alexa? No, no just, just Alexa. Alexa. Or Echo Alexa. if you have it set to Echo. Yeah, you can actually. Ch- yeah, you can choose yeah. a number of wake words, but, um, but yeah, it it works really well, and uh, you can just cycle through all the podcasts one after the next. Wouldn't it be nice if Echo was just like. Like this super annoying little thing that you had in your house that no matter what you said, it was like, hey, Echo, put what, what's the temperature going to be like today? And it says, what's the temperature going to be like today? And you're like, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> like being a kid again. Yeah, being yeah. a kid again. Yeah, that would be That'd awesome. That would be pretty amazing. <laughs> and I'm the Echo. Like, get me. Oh. You, you know, I, I probably would. I, I think I would do it. Sometime I talk to Google if... Just a little say a couple things. I love to hear her response. That's no, what I do. It's hilarious. I'll be like, hey Google, you're really great or something. And she usually will respond with something. It's hilarious um, how, how um the Google home <laughs> that you have. I yeah. laugh at it all the time because it in it, because of the I guess maybe where it's placed in the house. It's a it's a large room, but it doesn't work nearly as well as my echo in my office. I just say I can even whisper. Um Alexa, turn on the lights. And if you whisper, it whispers back. It says, okay. Like that. It's just, it's really cool. And, uh, and then. We're just activating everybody's Alexa now. Maybe. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I never even thought of that. Remember one day you heard me in the bathroom just yelling? Oh, you're always yelling at it. Hey, I don't, yelling no. makes it worse. No, she, <laughs> the it funny thing stop. is, she starts by, hey, Google, and it doesn't acknowledge her. So she starts yelling, Google, Google. And of course, it's not going <laughs> hey, to work. Googles. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, anyway. So anyway, so the Bible study coming the up on uh, on Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, so a lot of people looking forward to that. It's it's going mm-hmm. to, yeah, it's going to be a great study. So, yeah. It will. Yeah. And I've started writing my next study already. Good. Which reminds me. Oh. What have you read in the Word this week? Ooh, a little bit different this, well, in in a week, I mean, I I read, I, I, well, I read every morning. And so um, I was, um, I was listening to something, listening to a, a different podcast. And, um, and it was, you know, talking about, um, you know, sort of the, the difference between you know, philosophy and, you know, the way, the way philosophers will, um, will interpret scripture. Like in this case, it was, uh, Tom Wright, N.T. Wright, which is a, he's a real, you know, I don't know if I'm sure a lot of people have heard of him. Um, he's very popular. He was, um, Bishop of Durham in the Church of England and on and on. 
Um, but he wrote a book about Paul, and it's called The New Perspective on Paul. And it really angered a lot of people. And so basically the difference is is that um, from, from the standpoint of philosophy, they look at books of the Bible and say, well, there's a good chance that Paul didn't write this. or you know, So they don't really focus in on what Paul is saying. They kind of they kind of look at it in a, in a different way, and they're, and the whole podcast was nothing about really about the, what was in the scripture and and like the meat of the scripture at all. It was talking about you know the early church or early church people and um, what was their views. No, then why not turn it off? Well, no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't like it <laughs> like, was seriously. wrong, but it, it, in, in my way of looking at it, um, I mean, it's okay to, to, to look at something and say, well, I see differences in the scripture here between this one and this one, so I'm not sure if First Timothy was written, you know, um, you know, by Paul, but Second Timothy was, and I look mm, at that and okay. I don't agree with that. I, I mean, to me, I would much rather just read the scripture because you know, just by reading it, that this is the inspired word of God, you know. And, and I just don't see the point in delving into it and, and looking at it from a philosophical way, like, oh, did he really write that? And at the end of this long, long podcast, because I was, I was determined I was going to stick it out and see how <laughs> this ended. It's a long podcast, too, and you didn't oh, yeah. turn it off. No, no, I was, I was walking. Yeah. And so, um, you know, so nothing was, nothing was solved. No answers. There were no answers at all, you know, to the question of did he write it or didn't. You didn't learn anything by it, and it just seemed like a horrendous waste of time, you know. And so I've I've heard people attacking, you know, Tom Wright, like N.T. Wright is what he calls himself, um, you know. And I can see why they may be frustrated that there's just it's it's not it's not a direct approach to Scripture and really talking about the power of God and you know and and how you know Scripture shapes us and all of those things. It's going in a bit of a different direction and talking about who wrote it and and mm. sort of the history of, of it and I don't that know kind of who thing. this guy is mm-hmm. and maybe I should but I don't. I recognize so the name. it kind yeah, of puts very, me in a place yeah, where yeah. I don't really know what to say. Oh, like okay. you know, I don't have feedback back on that. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, I don't know him at all. I don't know if that's good. Mm-hmm. From what you're saying, I'm like thinking, I don't know why you would be listening to this. Well, well, no, I mean, it's... I um, I'm kind of lost a little bit. To me, I was I was curious. Um, anytime, you know, anytime you hear of people who are very influential in Christian circles, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that's, and he definitely is. He's, he's influencing um, a lot of people. And did you just put him down? Did I just what? Did you just put him down? Put him down? Yeah. Are you like? Do, are you saying like you enjoyed his podcast or no? You I, had I a was saying feeling about it. I I was saying um, no. Neither. Like it's ah okay. Like from from what I heard, right? Like there wasn't anything that he touched on that I would have considered controversial. Now that's not to say that he's not controversial in some things. Right. I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that when you're discussing scripture like that for an hour. Um, and you don't actually get into scripture. You're talking around the scripture. That I found it very frustrating. Like, who really, mm-hmm. who really cares where he was when he wrote it? Was he here or was he there? Who was with him? It just seemed like people were just picking for just the oddest kind of questions, just mm. just for the sake of you know of of causing controversy and 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 it was a frustrating thing for me because i felt like just yelling out well why don't you talk about what paul was just saying there because that is that's just gold that well, is you know it kind of reminds me of just what just happened here because mm-hmm. i said what did you read in the word this week oh the, then i and then yeah. you start talking and i think not you not you i'm not because i know that you read the word a lot okay but i think this is a danger that that a lot of people do get into yeah. is if you think, what did you read in the word this week? Well, I listened to this sermon or I listened to this podcast yep. or I read this post. I think we have to be cautious that we, while we are listening and there are a lot of great pastors out there and a lot of great blog posts like scattered seeds, <laughs> <laughs> you know, timeworkwife.com. Yes. No, but I mean, while there is a lot of good stuff like that, we have to also make sure that we are in the word and that we're reading exactly. the word because a lot of these people will be talking about not so much the content of the word, yeah, but they're going to be talking about 
You can't um, you can't grow about church history or, yeah. or stuff like that, you know, or, or who wrote this book. And and I think, yeah, you, it's not really that beneficial for growth if we are not in the word ourselves. Well, I, I guess I should have said it and coming coming back full circle, that was the whole point where I, I kinda laid that out was because I went directly to First Timothy and Second Timothy and looked okay, for some good. of these differences. And and at the end of the day, I I just thought the whole thing was just a moot point. Like mm-hmm. I I didn't get why that podcast even happened. I, I just didn't get it. And and I don't know why people were were so excited about, you know, did Paul write this? Oh no, he didn't. Half of them said, Oh yes he did, the other half said. And it all came to nothing and nothing was really gained by it. Mm. And so I almost think like thinking back on it, you should bleep that guy's name out. Like, I don't know. I'm just like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so if you hear a Well you see now I might that, have already done that. You might have and they're going to wonder why you said that. <laughs> you might have already done that because I don't really think it serves all that much to. No, and I would, um, I would, I would say this: that the word of God is there to feed us, and for us to grow by it, and and to analyze it in a completely unnecessary way like that is just a strange thing to me. Mm-hmm. And there's no benefit to it. So I guess what I'm saying is, don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, go into the Word of God and read it for what's there and and just keep reading it because every time you you read it, you're going to gain something else from it. And um, and that's that's how we grow. It's our food. And it's it's what cleanses our conscience, is what makes us function as believers. So here's something I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why, but when I was walking down the stairs this morning, I it was the first thing that came to my mind this morning. Years ago, I remember sitting at my friend's table. So we're two Christians Mm -hmm. just sitting there having tea, talking about the Word of God. And she has a gift for me. And she gives me this book called Fascinating Womanhood. Okay. And I read the book. Do I need to bleep the book out? No. Okay. (laughs) It's by Helen Andelin. I read the book. I loved the book. I found there was like so much good in this book. Okay. Then years later, I find out that she is like the Church of the Latter-day Saints. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, okay, okay. My point in, in that I'm trying to make this is that I think sometimes in real life, okay, we can read a book like that and we think, man, that was a pretty good book, you know, but but then when we find out, oh, who wrote that book, it kind of reminds me of some of the quotes I share online. Sometimes I find like a really empowering quote. And when I started to share them on Time Warp Wife, like in my early days of blogging, I'd be like, wow, I really love this quote. Then I would get in a lot of trouble by people with that would be like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Well, there's your fear you know. of email right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Like that guy, you know, but but then it gets really bad because it starts to get worse. You know, I, you know I, I see that. Okay, so this person is Mormon, this person is Jehovah Witness, mm-hmm. or this person is Catholic or, you know, but then it starts to get where... People also are dividing, um, you know, oh, that guy is, that guy believes in speaking in tongues. That guy doesn't believe in speaking in tongues. You shouldn't be quoting him. That guy does believe in speaking in tongues. And it gets to be so narrow that we narrow it down to this tiny little bit of population where it starts as something very broad. Yeah, like, yeah, we should be cautious about what we're reading. Like if I see a book by somebody written by the um, the Church of the Latter-day Saints, I'm not going to pick that book up and I'm not going to yeah, read it. If, That's not the point I'm making. Yeah. But the point I'm making is that as we keep on narrowing those things down so much to the point where someone has to be uh, perfect, you know, like, um, what is the point that I'm trying to make? Not sure yet. <laughs> How about you, Nathaniel? Do you know? <laughs> I'm lost I, I, here, yeah. Yeah, I, I know. The The point is that I think in real life, like, we could, you know, I could go and say something to you, like, I could say something to you, like a quote, and mm-hmm. say, hey, you know, oh, when a woman's happy, everybody's happy. And you're not going to say something to me like, oh, no, you can't quote that. That was first said by so-and-so. You know, I'm just saying that when we talk to people in real life, we have more of um like a loving approach, I think, to what people say. But when you start putting it online, when you start writing it in black and white, everybody has an opinion about everybody else. Well, the name, the the, the name of the person 
carries a lot of weight too. And so if that person is saying something that is completely contrary to scripture, then you have to be careful. I actually would not post something from somebody who preaches against scripture and and who is changing scripture because mm-hmm. then people won't know what is true and what is not. Here's the ah, remedy for that. Good point. I love what yeah. you just said. Here's the remedy for that. I clarified a lot of things in my mind. Definitely. Okay. For me, I found a huge, huge change in my life when I dumped every book and I just said, no, I'm I'm tired of reading everybody else's opinion of what God is saying to them. I want God talking to me. Thank you. That's, okay. that's, that's how, how I felt I when you started it. talking about this podcast. I'm thinking like, why do we have to listen to everybody else's opinion? Right. You know, yeah. about this and that, like, just get to the meat of the word. There was a time get when all I would read yeah. was the Bible. Yeah. That that was it. I didn't have any books. And so it could be why Christian culture to me is very foreign sometimes. Well, I find a lot of things that I hear because I I go for walks. I like to I like to listen to podcasts and and I'll tell you right now, there are things that I do agree with that people say and people who are, you know, are well known, but I definitely do disagree with, you know, some of the some of the best known people that will just out of nowhere have insert their own opinion into something and i and it just it just you know just grabs <laughs> me and i just go no no what are you doing what are you doing yeah you like know? they're they're yeah you know what i, I mean? know what you mean yeah yeah so don't don't but rely then we have to love like yeah, one of my friends yeah, sure. who's a strong christian i told you today when i looked at her post today i was like yes she really gets it Like she gets what love is. And what she was pointing out is that whether someone has different political views than us, you can still say about that person, you know what, that's a really nice person. That's a really, I hope for the best for them. I'm going to pray for the best for them. You know, and I I really respect that person for who they are. But if you start hating on everybody because they have different views than you, you're going to start hating on everybody in the world. And I think that's kind of the point I was trying to make there is that, I didn't like, you know, I accepted her book and I was like, thank you. And I read the book and I loved it. I mean, that was one of my top five books for years. And then, I, you know, I started to get on the Internet and found out, oh, this woman is not like, you know, an evangelical Christian. I'm not supposed to read this book. OK, get rid of that book, mm-hmm. you know. But then as soon as we then I started to notice that this whole there's this whole kind of like culture around that. Yeah. If ever if that people get so narrow minded that we start to find that we are like, you know, throwing out the baby with the bathwater, so to mm-hmm. speak. And I'm thinking like, you can still love people. You know, and, and see, that's the thing. But, but you got to watch where you're not crossing that line. Like you said, that was such yeah. a good point to point out. Yeah. Like, I I hate the idea, to, like, not the idea, it's it's the fact that the church is so divided. It 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 just makes me makes me crazy it just it, it makes me sad actually that the church is so divided and people have come down on this side and that side there's so many denominations there's so many versions of non-denominational churches now and it's it it's not the way the church was meant to be and um you know and it and it really it's bothered me for years and 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 it's got its own culture and all of these things, you know, with it. And that's where, like I said before, overly simplistic. My view is overly simplistic, but I think it's it's the most accurate one is if we all got back into scripture. <laughs> I like the way you said that. My view is, but mine is the most accurate one. <laughs> well, see, for me, I, I wanted to, because I've, I've had a lot of time to really think about this, and from standing back and, and looking at, at everything and watching people fighting over the, the strangest, most, you know, just, just insignificant things, um, to just say, if we were all in the Word of God, we would have that peace. Like Paul says, grace to you and peace. And that peace will come when we're in the Word and we understand that and we treat each other with love and respect. Um, then there's that peace. But the divides that are in the church now uh, are 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 so complete, you know that that people don't go to other churches because, you know, they just feel well. I don't know what the teaching is there, and 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 it's just it's so fragmented, and it and it drives me a bit crazy. And I just wish, 
if everybody got back into scripture and just read it for themselves and don't rely, you know, on the pastor, like pastors that I've heard, they all say the same thing. Go home and read, you know, go home and Mm -hmm. study what I've said. And, um, you know, and if I'm wrong about something, you you bring it to me. You tell me if I'm if I'm not right about what I you know in what a I've loving said. way. In a absolute everything. And in that's a where way. I, everything. I I've seen at church where you know like we talked about this I think last oh, time yeah. where yeah. people actually stand up in the middle yeah. of the service yeah. and just be like really unfortunate you know, shaking their finger at the pastor. Yeah. I'm like whoa yeah. like this is you you just get that bad spirit like this is not right mm-hmm. like yeah. a bad feeling in your spirit right but love yeah. should govern absolutely there's no question and the word of god is supreme and you know and and that's the, that's the benchmark that's what we have to follow and my fear is there are so many people that have sort of traded in the word of god for books instead and and because they find that the books are maybe easier to understand or maybe the person writing the book phrases it in a way that they feel like they get mm-hmm. it but and as mi- a writer yeah i want to say that i try not to do that with my bible studies um at first i remember you were telling me that you know you should be doing this and that and i say no to me that's more of a commentary so when i want to write a bible study to people i mm-hmm. want it to be leading them toward digging in the word say what does this scripture say about this topic what does that scripture say right what can you learn from this scripture those kind of questions then to me that's a bible study where you're leading people to actually study the word of god not to study what they said and and that kind of thing and i think we have to be careful that we don't do that or that's that not we don't that, inject, all that we're having. Right, that we don't inject ourselves into it and our interpretations. So, I mean, people, God will speak to us when we read his word and we want to know and we pray about it and we just say, Lord, reveal this to us. When that happens and, and, you, and you do this, like the noble Bereans who searched the scriptures to see if that was so, that to me was one of the first Bible verses that was so amazing to me. Because Paul Paul made mention of the noble Bereans. And I'm thinking, what made them noble? And it's the fact that they would they would look at the scripture, they would hear something, they would look at the scripture, and they would make sure that that was so, that was accurate. Then they then they knew. But if they were to listen to people and just take that at face value, and they listen to another pastor, which a lot of people do, they'll listen to several different pastors. At the end of the day, you could be hearing messages that are just in one direction, in the other direction, and you won't have a clue what's what's going on. You you won't really have that basis to, for your faith to be built on, and you won't really know what you believe if, depending on who you're listening. Yeah, the Bible to. says always have a reason for your faith. Mm. So we have to know what we know and yeah. why we know it. Yeah, and that only comes with studying the Word of God. Well, the Holy Spirit will reveal the Word to you, and that's. That is there, and that is truth. And so, mm-hmm. if you want to know, get into your into your Bible and just start reading it. You're not going to understand a lot of it because there is so much depth there. It, it's it's impossible to glean everything out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and like I say, you're in you're in for quite a journey for sure if if you do that. I think the more that you read, the more clear it becomes. And mm-hmm. that's the exciting part. The amazing and it builds part. on it. it. It builds on itself. Yeah. So something that you learn, you go, oh, that's really interesting. The next day you're reading something else and you, and it just comes to you and you go, oh, wow, that, that's completely joined to this. That makes sense. You know, and, mm-hmm. it, and it just unfolds before your eyes. And it's, and it's really amazing. Yeah, what I would love to encourage people to do is, if you're listening to this podcast, read the book that I've written. And not because I want you to buy the book, because you can get it for, f- yeah. I think there's free stuff on my website yeah, on there's it. there's free, yeah. It's um, The Beauty of Jesus Revealed in the Feasts. So um, the reason that I'm saying that it, it would be a really good one to read is because ever since I've done that Bible study, I see it throughout Scripture. Yeah. Everywhere that I go, Old Testament, New Testament, we see why they mention things like, so they sat down to have unleavened bread, and you're thinking, oh, this is the Feast of Unleavened Bread. No wonder they're doing this. No wonder this mm-hmm. all fits in. It makes sense. Yeah. Or this is the Feast of first fruits, And it just all kind of, you know, it, it fits in there together, and it's 
it's good. Did you learn anything when we were doing the, you were the one videotaping. I was video, yeah. (laughs) So it's really amazing how you, I thought you had fallen asleep there for a minute when we were talking about our stuff. I'm all tired. (laughs) We, we, you know, these, these podcasts that we do, we, how many, you've had about five hours of sleep? Yeah. Let me knock on your door, pull you into here, and then you have to go to work. Yeah, I have work in about half an hour. <laughs> we uh, could just have a little sound bite of Nathaniel and put the same thing on every week, which is like, yeah, I'm real tired. Yeah. Yeah. I just woke up. Uh, they uh, they never know. How it goes. Yeah. They never know if you were actually here. And, just fill that in. Well, you and if, to work. If, if these are those what they call um, little Easter eggs that are that are kind of planted throughout the podcast, if you know that you could subtly hear you yawn. Every mm-hmm. once in a while. Yeah, once yeah. In a while. You're saying that makes me yawn. Well, Just saying it. Let's try that yawn. again. Yeah. You know what I found out? No. Advil gel caps makes, regardless of what time I take them in the day, they give me insomnia. Like, I took Advil yesterday at um, around 12 noon. I had a headache. And we should mention right now that you're not a medical professional. No, don't mention that. Oh. I wanted them to think I was. That you're a doctor? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not somebody Dr. Time Warp. Yeah. 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 Dr. Wife. <laughs> so um, they keep me up. I, I get insomnia from it. And I thought, maybe this coincidence, because last week there was a night where I was up till 7 in the morning. So then yesterday when I went to take Advil at noon again, I said, oh, this is going to keep me up all night. But you know what? I, I'm going to take it. I don't feel well. Took some Advil again. Seven in the morning this morning, wide awake. My eyes are just... You know what you've just done, though? No. You have just crashed the sales of Red Bull. Why Red Bull? Because people are going to go out and... wants energy drinks. Yeah. They're just going to be taking Advil. Yeah. Who needs an an energy drink? They just... Yeah. Bottle of Advil. They just pop a few of those and... Well, we don't recommend that. We do not recommend that (laughs) whatsoever. We are not medical professionals. Do not try this at home. Now they know we're not medical professionals. None of us are. They're not going to try it at home. (laughs) You're recommending just popping Advils for energy. (laughs) I think people could clearly tell a while ago that we are not medical professionals. (laughs) Nor dietitians. Nor anything. No. <laughs> but you know, you guys never asked me what I read in the Bible. Oh, it's my most exciting time of the week. So when I thing. get to tell oh. you what. <laughs> so when I get to tell you what I read in the Bible. Well, let me let me. Okay, hang on. So, what did you read in the Bible today? Well, I was listening to this podcast when I was walking. Was that today? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just mocking. We you. just want to hear about today, not not any other day. <laughs> No. Um, so <laughs> last night, what I was reading in the Bible, and I wrote a scattered seed about it, is, oh, is it Exodus chapter 15? Or is it Exodus mm. somewhere in there? They had just crossed the Red Sea. Okay. And the Israelites are walking through the desert for three days. They are totally parched. I love the word parched. Really? Yeah, it's kind of okay. cool. Parched really gives you a good description of what they are. It's like they breathed smoke all night. They were like fire-breathing yeah. dragons yes. by this time. Okay. Okay. They had like, their breath <laughs> exactly was smelling like, like smoke. Yeah. They were so dry that sand's just puffing out of the mouth. So they come up to, they <laughs> land upon this place, they find a well. And it, the Bible doesn't say it's a well, but I know it's a, a lot well. of times it says a pit. Or it just says like they that. came upon water. Yeah, yeah. And so then it they called the place Mara. Okay. So there's imagine how thirsty they are. No water for three days. They get to this well of water, but it's too bitter to drink. I can't imagine being that thirsty, and not and how bad that water must have been, if they couldn't drink it. Like it must have mm-hmm. been so beyond bitter, because there's nothing I couldn't drink if I was that thirsty. Right. Even. Coke Zero could I could even probably have Coke Zero. What is with all Why of the product placement? <laughs> I hate Coke Zero. What it's a oh, weird come one on. to call out. <laughs> I know. How many Pepsi challenges do we have to do <laughs> on this right. podcast? Okay, oh. Zero. Coke Zero is fine. Coke Zero is fine. Yeah. yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> so they taste this Coke. They taste the well at the at Mara. Okay. The water's yeah. super bitter. Yes. They're like, we can't drink this. They start grumbling. Why did you bring us here again? Yeah. So God goes to, or Moses says to God, like, what can we do? God says, take a tree and throw it into, into, into the well the or well. the pit or whatever. Yeah. He throws it into the pit, into the well or the pit. Into the water. water. Let's just say into water. Into the water. And it becomes sweet. Mm-hmm. So 
I was oh, that'd thinking be even worse. Yeah. Well, I'm... sweet meaning not bitter. Sweet water. Just like pure. Sweet tea. Sure. Pure water. All the okay. Texans all live right, in. All, right. all the people in Texas right now are thinking, oh, they had some sweet tea in the desert that day. Maybe. Actually, let's go back to Nathaniel. What was with the Matthew McConaughey there? What? All right, all right. <laughs> that's, that's my tire, all right. Oh, that's your tea. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, oh, go oh, ahead. Okay, so what I was writing about in the podcast is that um, that the cure for bitterness. Mm-hmm. And that's the perfect analogy there. If the Bible says that out of the abundance, um, that everything we do flows from the abundance of our heart. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like water that's flowing out of our heart. And if it's bitter, we need that that sweetness. And how do we get that when we focus on the cross of Jesus? So when Moses threw that tree into the water, the real word there for tree is actually not really tree, but it was like a piece of wood. Wood. It's the same word that is used um, when Isaac is carrying the wood up the mountain, which is another analogy of Jesus carrying his cross Mm -hmm. up the hill when when Isaac is going going to be sacrificed by... Abraham and he's carrying the wood up the mountain. There we see Jesus carrying his cross up the mountain. There's that parallel to that. So that wood is the cross of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so the whole point of this and what I got out of it is that it's the cross. And the reason that it was important for him to throw wood in that water was because it represented the cross of Christ and the difference that it makes in our life. That was a really, really good point that you made. So I I read that um, when we posted it. And I uh, read through that, and I thought that was that was really well done. That was and really if well you done. think I wrote that in like five minutes, nope. then no, this is me at five in the morning finishing I'm still it. Yeah, writing. You started at midnight, I, I, and yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I know that's not a good time to start <laughs> you gotta writing. Gotta fix your sleep schedule. She's a I writer. Was, they all have a. Well, I shouldn't say that. Some days yeah. we were having a really good time. We were just talking and talking. Yep. And you don't usually stay up that late. You go to bed at nine nope. ten. But last night you were up till one in the no, morning. No, no. I try to go to bed. It never works out that way. So, so <laughs> yeah, when you're up till like one in the morning, it's a rarity. I don't remember the last time you went to bed at one. Mm. So I didn't. That's actually when I started writing was at one. I didn't want to complain because I'm like, you know what? I got my buddy here. He's staying up with me till one. I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) So then I have to like, I've got this deadline. I've got to have this article written for the next morning. I think you write your best, definitely write your best under pressure, under deadlines and totally exhausted. Then you're great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's when all your books are written. Do you like writing, Nathaniel? Middle of the night. What, What are you, do you like writing? Could you ever uh, see yourself being a writer? N- no. No? <laughs> no. He's a, like, I am just blown away by how much you love sound. When, I'm a microphone enthusiast. I don't know if you've ever realized this, but when you drive with Nathaniel, okay, he's sitting in the passenger seat. He is handling that radio like a DJ. <laughs> not even, I'm not exaggerating. I am not okay. joking. Today I noticed his hands are all over the radio while the song is going. He's like, I don't know, he's audio tuning every song as we're going along, turning down the bass, turning up the treble, turning down volume, da, 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 and his hands are just going. like to find that perfect mix. Yeah. That's his hands are exactly. going like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, what do you call those when they're like a, a rapper? DJ? A DJ. <laughs> You know, on, on the record, that's how. Oh, do you, you have a turntable in the car? Yes. That's oh, how he is on the volume button. Sense. He's like, his hands moving back and forth to the buttons constantly. Like he doesn't do it and then stop. It is constant. Him. There's always room to improve. Yeah, you gotta remember that. There we go. I don't. I set it once when I buy the car. It's set for me. That's it. I never change it. Yeah, it's, you you it's... ask the person at the showroom to uh, to dial in your radio to to the same station for every preset, <laughs> yep. and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Now little, that little I've discovered Bluetooth, my life is so much better. I am a podcast fanatic. I just like put on my podcast and go for a drive, and I love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. So good. So, anyway, is our podcast coming to a close already? I think it is. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. Can we talk for a little more? Because I know 
There was a little part there that you said something very offensive that we're going to be cutting out. Actually, in my defense, it wasn't offensive. <laughs> it was, it was, it was like 10 seconds. <laughs> it was questionable, and I've already accounted for that. <laughs> All right. I, I, uh, yeah, you don't want to know what that was. No, it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It, no. it, it no. really cracked me up. It's just that the animals out there, animal lovers, might be going like, oh, my goodness. Well, no, Turn that uh, off. no. It, it was kind of a Mennonite recipe thing. In that, it was. Yeah. It yes. was. Yeah. And yeah. anyway. Yeah. It was kind of a Mennonite recipe thing. Yeah. <laughs> so um, remember to tune into our Bible study this week. And if you're listening yes. to this podcast at a later date, you can still find it at timewarpwife.com. Mm-hmm. And um, also don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Yep. And check out our five-minute marriage podcast. Is there anything else that we want to um, ask them to do? Well, we started putting the five-minute marriage podcast up on Facebook as well. Yes. So that is there for for everybody. Yeah. And um, find yeah. us on all your social media channels. We are <laughs> channels. <at> channels. <laughs> Timewarpwife.com. No, Time Warp Wife. Just like you know, Instagram slash Time Warp Wife. Pentagrass. Pintergrass. <laughs> what is Pintergrass? Pinterest <laughs> forward slash time warp white. Okay. But I had wanted to talk about one thing before we close. Okay. I was looking at some of the stats on um on our podcast of who's listening. Okay. Yeah. Nobody from North Dakota's listening that I could see. Well then. North you're Dakota safe. Dude, I know because yeah. I last time I was talking about North Dakota. But there's people in Texas, California. Oh, all over. Yeah. Ontario. There's lots. People in yeah. BC. Oh, we got yeah. some Canada. Manitobans. Oh, yeah. Some people out here. Yep. Um, also, there's a few, like 10% of our audience is between the ages of 16 to 18. I'm like thinking, who yeah. are you that's listening? Oh, Hi out there. I noticed we had, well, we have, I mean, all the states. I mean, but we've got um, we've got people from overseas, which I thought was yes really interesting. Um, out of Kenya, you know, a lot of people listening out of Kenya of, of all places, and I thought that's that's fantastic. You know, they uh, they hear yeah, they probably just think oh, but they talk funny. They Did just, you? I know. Yeah, we do. We do. Did yeah. you notice that if you look at Neptune or Mars or like all of those, they're all zero percent? Have you seen that? Did you? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? It shows like where you're from. I'm not I'm not kidding. It says Earth, a hundred percent of our listeners are from Earth. And then if you go down the list, it says like Neptune, Saturn, Mars, and they're all zero percent. What a surprise. (laughs) I have no idea what you're saying. This is on our stats. It lists how many like from other planets are listening to us. I'm not kidding. It does. You got to check that out. It's funny. That seems like a fun goof. That, that yeah. sounds like yeah. a SpaceX kind of thing. Yeah, it, it was okay. neat. So I was uh, like, what? We're going to be the first so, podcast with a listener from Mars. We've got to get somebody on the ISS listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get on that. Calling them. occupants of interplanetary craft. No, ISS. No, <laughs> ISS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen. So, um, yeah, we hope you have a great week, and um, we'll talk to you later. You're loved by an almighty God. Bye-bye. Bye for now.